again, and welcome to another thrilling episode of Gab and Grow, a podcast to help WCSU students be as successful as possible. I am, as always, your host, Mary Beth Griffin, and I think we have a good bit of info coming your way today because we're talking about meal plans, Sodexo, food in general at WCSU. Our guests today are Dr. Paul M. Simon. Hi, Dr. Simon. He's, I'm waving. He's waving because you can hear that on radio. And... and uh, he is the director of auxiliary services and IT software licensing. I got it right, right? Hey, I think it's <laughs> only one who knows my real title this year. <laughs> and also Don Grayson, who's the general manager of Sodexo Dining Services here. Hi, Don. Hello, Mary Beth and Dr. Simon. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> I'm always excited to share information with the students. <laughs> Well, good. You're at the right place, and welcome to the podcast. Um, so we're here today to talk about food, mostly meal plans, um, because there are meal plans both for resident students, and a lot of people don't know this, but also commuters and faculty and staff. Um, so we want to talk about those uh, dietary restrictions, what you might want to do if you have those, special events, anything else that crosses our minds while we're here in the booth. So um Let's start off by talking about meal plans, shall we? Okay, that'll be great. Uh, I'll take it <laughs> to the beginning and then Don can jump right in. Uh, each of the resident students are assigned a meal plan based on the building that they are assigned to. So, for example, on Midtown, uh, I forgot the names of the buildings. Uh, Fairfield, Fairfield, Litchfield, and Newberry. <laughs> Uh, they are on what we call the ultimate meal plan, which is our best meal plan, where it's 21 meals a week. Basically, they can go in at any time, grab whatever they want, and eat as much as they want. Midtown is an all-you-can-eat uh, venue. Uh, they can also use those meals on West Side in the student center, mar in the campus center marketplace, uh, and there's a meal equivalency, which is basically almost everything. But it's a, a package of an entree, a side, and a dessert and a drink. Uh, Grosso and Penny are on a blue meal plan, which is basically 75 meals a semester, uh, which averages to about five a week. Centennial is on the platinum plan, which is 15 meals a week, uh, and that uh, refills every Friday morning. Uh, the Blue Plan people can upgrade to a gold, which is 12 meals a week. And all of this is on the website, so I really don't need to go into it. But Oh, no, but I want you to. Okay. <laughs> it's kind of a test for okay, me. Okay, <laughs> so gold, uh, gold and blue and platinum all have a plus plan, which is more flex points. So, again, the, the meal plans are... are established based on where the student lives and what accoutrements they have in their room. <laughs> For example, in Pinion Grasso, where they have apartments, uh, that is a more limited meal plan because most a lot of students do want to uh, cook their own meals. However, we have a number of students who do upgrade either Absolutely. to gold platinum or the full because, quite honestly, their time is more important to them or maybe they don't have the skills necessary <laughs> to cook some meals. And I'm actually I'm going to ask Mary Beth to talk about our cooking classes mm -hmm. that are going to be coming up in the uh, spring semester. Uh, Centennial, because they have a microwave and sink, we have a, 
a bigger meal plan, but not the ultimate, as we do in the traditional halls on Midtown, where they basically have nothing except a uh, building-wide or maybe a hall-wide uh, kitchen. Everybody does have the ability to upgrade based on their, their needs. So that's our meal plans, basically, in a nutshell. We also developed a number of years ago commuter meal plans at the request of a number of commuters. Okay. Uh, while the residential meal plans are based on the semester, uh, commuter meal plans are based on a full year. And they can get uh, points only, flex point only meal plans, or they can buy colonial plans that are 16, 32, or 64 meals uh, for the year. And again, based on what the students' needs are. The higher the meal plan they buy, the less per meal it ultimately costs them. One of the things I, I wanted to touch base on was the residential students get their meal plans assigned based on where they're assigned. So if if somebody lives on Midtown and they have been assigned the ultimate plan because that's the default plan, they can opt to take the Platinum or Platinum Plus plans if they want, and they do that through notifying our office. And that's just the first two weeks of the semester? Correct. And then on the West Side campus in Centennial, they default to the Platinum plan, but they can upgrade to the Ultimate plan if they want. Again, first two weeks of the semester. Throughout the semester. You can upgrade oh, at up, any time. Oh, you can that's only right. Upgrades at any in time. In the first two weeks. And then in Grasso and Pinney, who default to the blue plan, they can upgrade to any of the plans. So it's not just the gold or the gold plus, but it's also platinum and platinum plus and ultimate as well. So Co Correct. Our, our philosophy is to really meet the student needs on, on basically what the student needs based on the student's um, desire to cook. Uh, a lot of students ultimately find out that by the time they uh, purchase the food, throw away what gets <laughs> rotten, et cetera, the meal plans are a pretty good deal. They are a pretty good deal, too. And, and um, uh, one of the things I wanted to say about the commuter plans, too, is that if you're living on campus and you're doing one of those changes to your meal plans, you do that at the housing office. Um, if you're a commuter or a faculty staff who wants to buy a plan, you do that at cashier's office. Correct. And thank you so. for reminding me about the faculty staff plans. Um, they have the ability to purchase any of those commuter plans as well. Yeah. So, you know, and it's quite joyful to just be a it's kind of fun because you pay for it in advance and then you forget that you're actually paying for it so you go over and it's like free at least in my head that's how it works so um i wanted to talk a little bit about the places on campus that people can eat because there are lots of choices don you want to tell us what you guys have available before i go into that one yeah. important thing about returning students in their flex dollars oh that yeah they roll over from the fall semester into the spring semester so when you first see your, if you're using those leftover flex dollars, you're going to see on the registers like $5, and you're like, oh, no, it's a new semester. I should have 200 175 yeah. You got to use up the fall one first before you get into the spring. So that's why you're going to see a lower number first if you didn't use all your flex dollar numbers. That's a good thing because we actually just had a call from somebody about that, and I was like, well, that doesn't make sense, and I forgot that. It was the rollover thing. That rollover does not happen, though. Once we hit May and the year ends, you don't roll those numbers over into the fall if you're coming back. So it starts from scratch right. again. Right, and, that, and that's very important for the students to know 
Yeah. So maybe you want to use those flex dollars somewhere on campus. <laughs> so we can use those flex dollars at many of our at all of our locations, including the student center restaurant in the West Side Marketplace, but also mostly use that Einstein's Brothers located in the Haas Library. Uh, it's open 8 a.m. to 7 p.m. Monday through Thursday, and 8 a.m. till 2 p.m. on Fridays. Yeah. You can get your bagels with schmears, egg sandwiches mm -hmm. on a bagel, your fancy coffee drinks, your mochiatas, your lattes, and your cappuccinos. Yeah, I like the fancy coffee drinks there. Yes. And I don't even drink coffee. So. <laughs> They're pretty good. I yeah. also enjoy them, and I don't drink coffee. So. Yeah. And then at Westside, there's the Daily Grind, right? Yes, we have the Daily Grind. Uh, yeah. That's open 9 a.m. to about 11.30 Monday through Thursday. Friday, it's open till 10 p.m. Saturday, it's not open at all. Sunday, it's open from 4 to 11.30 p.m. And there, after 8.30, you can get all kinds of fun, exciting bar food type style fried stuff, wings, chicken fingers, french fries, um, a whole bunch of different things for flex dollars or meal swipe. Or cash. Or cash. Yeah. Cash and credit is always <laughs> I was going to say, they still take that. So, And also, the... Uh, student Center Marketplace. Let's not forget that. Oh, yes. The Student Center Marketplace. I don't think that's what it's called. The Micro Market. Micro Market. <laughs> micro Market, yeah. Uh, that is open Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Thursday and then 7 p.m. on Fridays. And that's down in the Colonial Corner? That's down in the Colonial Corner. It has coffee, bottled beverages, and a lot of grab-and-go options mm -hmm. such as sushi, uh, salads, premiered pre-made sandwiches and a lot of other fun things like chicken tenders that are tossed. Those are really popular. We toss them with barbecue sauce or buffalo sauce. Oh. And you can use meal plan there. Uh, you can use meal plan there for a salad and a coffee or a can of soda and a bag of chips or cookie. And sandwiches, right? Yeah, sandwiches, oh, okay. salads. Good. Yeah. Uh, also, while we're talking about the daily grind, uh, we should say that we have a student on our campus who, live, who is a very big entrepreneur and has cr developed his own uh, delivery service. Uh, so I'm not going to say much about that, but know that you can get a delivery to your residence hall from items you can purchase at the Daily Grind. Nice. So if it's a really crappy night out but you're dying for a coffee, you can... <laughs> well, or you have this urge for fried uh, chicken tenders. Yeah. They can be delivered to yeah. you. That's, I like that. I like that idea. Um, one of the things I want to kind of switch gears off, off, you know, some of the places and meal plans, but I guess it has to do with meal plans. We get a lot of students who have calls because they have special dietary needs and things. And so they're always going, I can't be on a meal plan because I have restrictions on what I can eat. It's n not true because you guys take care of them. Is that correct? <laughs> yes. All the management staff have gone through a industry training called Allertrain, uh, mm -hmm. and many of the hourly employees have gone through it and will be going through it even tomorrow, January 15th, as we're recording this. Uh, so we can take care of any and all allergies and special diets. We have special equipment and cutting boards and knives and utensils for when they get it. All we do is that when they come through and they have those needs that they speak to a manager or supervisor, 
instead of a yes, you can address the frontline employees, but ultimately you want to speak to a manager and or supervisor to make sure you're being taken care of, to make sure that everything is understood because not all the hourly employees are going through the training, but all the managers and supervisors definitely are. So that's all. But we can definitely take care of, we have special areas in each side, uh, on each campus for the different kinds of milks. We have the soy milk, the the oat milk, and the, what's the other one? Almond milk. So we have those and we keep gluten-free things separate in the kitchen. We keep, we're getting away from peanut butter. We're getting really away from peanut no, butter. No, I love peanut butter. <laughs> please, please. <clears throat> the only time you're really seeing peanut butter now is in individual pre-portioned, pre-packaged, to-go yeah. uh, to things. So, but because we're just keeping it out of there. We're not doing too many, pe- we don't really do peanut butter cookies in the ovens anymore because it would go through the whole oven and contaminate it. But, yeah. Yeah. I was, um, I, if I can, I yeah. was just on a flight uh Last week, matter of fact, as we're taping this, and uh, they made a big announcement on a plane of over 300 people that there was a, a, a young boy with severe nut allergies, and they asked anybody who brought anything on with them with nuts to please not open it up. So, yeah, it's a very important issue, and yeah. I'm very happy that Sodexo recognizes the allergies. As a vegetarian... Yeah. Uh, myself, I'm ecstatic that there's always vegetarian and a number of vegan options clearly labeled at every meal. So they really are meeting the needs of, of our customers. Do you, with special diet things, do you prefer hearing from the students directly like ahead of time? Or is it more uh, I'm coming in now and and I'm gluten-free so i talked to a manager i mean what what works better or maybe it's a combination of things uh, it's a combination of things we definitely like to know ahead of time because mm-hmm. you know the students might be on just a quick break in between classes and they don't have a lot of time and then they'll get mad that we can't meet them but if we had known ahead of time then we definitely can take care of them uh, prepare it put it aside for them label it leave it for them so we like doing that but we can also handle it if they just walk in and they have plenty of time. Like, because it does sometimes take extra time to prepare this because we need to wash and sanitize. Because mm-hmm. when it comes to allergens, it's not like oh, heat will kill the allergen. It yeah. doesn't. The only thing that kills an allergen on a surface is soap and water, uh, hot soapy water. So, <clears throat> sorry. So we have to actually like clean and do that. So that's ahead of time is always better, but we can't handle on the fly requests like that. It's also important um, that the student reach out directly. Uh, In my position at the university, I get quite a number of parents every semester and predominantly mothers calling. And the first thing I have to say is, did your son or daughter talk to me or food service first? Uh, We love parents. We love hearing from Mm -hmm. them. But we need to have the student talk directly So if you're a student, talk directly to food service. If you're a parent, empower your student to talk directly to us. Yeah, I I think, you know, it's one of those cases of the more you know. We can be more helpful to you if we know what's going on. And it's most helpful for you to hear from the person who has the allergy. So they or, you know, restriction because it's not always about allergies. But, um, you know, 
there's there's lots that can be done. I think people just make an assumption. Well, it's a it's a cafeteria, so they're making the same thing, and so they're never going to have what I need, and that's just not the case, you know. So I'm very happy for that. Um, switch gears once again, and I want to talk. There are a lot of students who are involved in clubs and organizations and things, and they may use your catering services. Can you talk just a little bit about that? I know it's not really your specialty, um, but... Uh, the best thing to do is everybody knows Darnell and Elena, so <laughs> at any time we can meet needs that they have if they want to create special menus or they have specialized events that they want particular foods for, come in and talk to us. We can handle anything. Uh, between myself and Matt, the new executive chef who started with us, well, he's been actually here for about seven years, but now he's the executive chef. <laughs> Uh, he's. We have a great culinary background between the two of us, and so there's not much we can't handle. Uh, and there's if there's something new that we've never done, we're gladly take it on and try it out, and we'll experiment way before that to make sure the event is excellent. Yeah. But yeah, go in and talk to Darnell uh, and Elena. They're very helpful. The, Darnell is very well liked among the student body. Yeah. He's got quite a few little <laughs> awards on his things from different clubs and stuff. Yeah. And their office is on the Midtown campus on the first floor, right at the entry to the the student restaurant. Right? Yeah, before you go in. Yeah. But it's also, I thought this is where you were headed. For students who are involved in the university, maybe particularly sports, or even if you are sick and don't want to contaminate people mm -hmm. by going to the dining area, there are forms right on the website which we, I think, affectionately called Miss Meal or I Need a Meal or mm -hmm. Help Me. I don't know what it's called. But where you can have your roommate or somebody pick up a meal for you and uh, it can be sent to you. Uh, if, you're on a, if you're on a sports team where you're going to be away all day, uh, you can have a, a meal kept. And if it's after hours, if the bu two buildings are open, we'll even put them in the student, uh, the information desk that you can heat up or it'll be a cold meal because we don't want ever a student to miss a meal because they're involved with the university. Yeah, that's a great thing. I'd forgotten all about that, so thanks for bringing that up. That's why I'm here. <laughs> Thank God. Um, one of the things I wanted to talk about is I know at different points during the semester you guys also do special meals and special events and things like last semester there was a battle of the deans. Uh, oh, I love that. That was uh, that was very exciting. What we did was the there's four academic deans. It just so happens the two on Midtown are female, the two on West Side are males. So we did a battle on Midtown between the two deans and on West Side between the two deans. And then uh, in December, we had a, a, a battle between the two, the Midtown winner and the West Side winner. And I'm very happy to announce that uh, Dean David Martin from the Ansel School of Business is the overall winner but with his pork and beans, I believe it was, <laughs> and cornbread. Uh, we plan to do a lot more this semester of battles between offices, battles between student organizations. So I'll be working with the Inter-Residence Hall Association to get a battle among the residence halls, and it works out well because there's three on each campus. I'll be working with the Greeks to maybe do one against the Greeks, athletics to, against the athletic teams, and some of the student affairs offices. Our goal is to do things different for the students, engage them, and to have a little fun. Uh, yeah. Watching the academic deans uh, really pushing their 
their mm-hmm. recipes and encouraging students was really a lot of fun. So we yeah. want to do more of that. There'll also be the special dinners that have been very successful. They're usually a meal swipe plus maybe 5 or $10, uh, depending on the meal. But uh, the marketing manager for Sodexo, um, Ang- Angela, I keep calling her Angela Roman, but Venus, Venus, <laughs> uh, before she got married, I remember her name. Uh, she's working closely with me and the culinary team to really do up some really fancy dinners. So if you're involved in a student organization or just want to be involved in some of the food operations, let Don or myself know. Um, we want to take away the boredom of eating in the same place every day, every meal. Yeah. And um, one of the things you guys are also doing, and you talked about this a little earlier, is is kind of coming into the residence halls and doing some programs on cooking, which is going to be really beneficial because <laughs> people need some help. You know? Well, luckily- from what I've seen, we have some people who are really good cooks, and then we have a lot of people who struggle. Well, <laughs> so- luckily, I'm just going to work with the residence hall staff and the RAs to help plan it. Don and his culinary team will actually be <laughs> leading them. But our, our golden Don, correct me if I'm wrong, but we're going to be giving people basically lists of staples, some general menus, things to look out for. I mean, we always have issues at the beginning of a semester with students who had no idea how to use a, um, a garbage disposal and mm-hmm. decides to put, you know, the chicken breast bone <laughs> down it. Bad idea. Uh, so we're going to be doing that. Uh, hopefully, we're going to start that very, very early February. And it's not going to be just to Pini and Grasso. We're going to be looking at even on Midtown, mm-hmm what they can do limited within their residence hall room where they may just have a microwave and a small refrigerator. So we'd encourage students to get involved in that. Um, I think they're going to be a lot of fun. We're going to try it the first time. And Don, do you want to add anything? No, I'm looking forward to that. That's going to be a a fun event. Uh, Myself and, as I said, the executive chef, Matt, will be going with Dr. Simon to these. And we'll be having some fun with the students, trying to teach them how to cook. They may teach us some stuff that they learn from their parents or grandparents, so it's always a fun event like that. And courtesy of Pepsi, who's our exclusive uh, beverage provider on campus, (laughs) we will have giveaways at each one of them. Oh, nice. Even more better. Mm -hmm. Oh, and while I'm there, I'll throw in a commercial that uh, we have, as of the end of this week, there will be a special uh, beverage product in a in a vending machine, and I don't even know which one, on each campus, and we're giving away Beats wireless headphones. Oh wow! So hopefully, keep putting your coins or use your West Connect card <laughs> in the vending machines, and there will be a lucky winner on each campus. That would be in the soda vending machines. A uh, beverage, beverage, I call them. Okay, yeah. Beverage. There'll be a sticker yeah. on a bottle. Okay. That's what they should be looking for. Well, yes, and they just bring it to me, and I. We'll give up the beats uh, that have been in my drawer. <laughs> Very cool. Um, Pete, I know... Excuse me, Pete, you can't win. It's only for students. <laughs> Dr. Simon has the beats. I know we're just about out of time. Is there anything that I forgot to ask or that you wanted to talk about? I was just remembering that because it's winter time, um, we may have early closings or delays or things, and sometimes that impacts food service. So... Can you talk briefly about that and then anything else that I may have 
forgotten that you want to add? Well, it affects all of our auxiliary services. Uh, and if you go to the auxiliary services website, which is wcsu.edu slash auxiliary dash services, spell auxiliary correctly, almost nobody does, uh, we have a list of all of our hours. But basically, food service uh, does go on a limited schedule, Don. Delayed openings, we open at 9 a.m., uh, and we close at regular time. If it's a closure of the school, we open at 10, and we operate weekend hours, so it's 10 to 7. Um, anything else that you wanted to mention? No, I just really invite the students to share their thoughts, let us know, and don't... Social media is a great tool, but we encourage them to talk <laughs> to Don or myself. Let us know what your concerns are, because if you just post something online... We really can't help you. Well, it doesn't always reach you either. No, I mean, I'm not a big social media person, but the marketing student interns who work for Sodexo usually let Don or myself know, and we try to reach out to the students. You know, as a college student, you have to complain about certain things, and I love to say they're always the th things that I'm responsible say, for. Parking and food and the shuttle. and So talk to us. We're really here to do what we can to help you. All right. Well, I just want to thank you both so much. You had something else? Oh, yeah. sorry. I don't want to. <laughs> uh, as Dr. Simon said, we have a lot of special events going on, yeah. so it's always listed on our social medias. Oh, good. So our Facebook page is WCSU Dining, and our Instagram page is WCSU Sedexo. Mm -hmm. And your good. main webpage? Is Sedexo My Way. WCSU.SedexoMyWay.com. Yes. Or Which you can also get to through the housing website. And the Auxiliary and Services <laughs> website. So. so we're all there. Um, I want to thank you both, uh, Dr. Simon and Don Grayson. Okay, for... by the way, I'm known as DPS, but thank you. All right, DPS, well, there which may be I some, actually have down here. There so. may be some listeners saying, who the hell is, D is Dr. Simon? They yeah. only know me as DPS. Well, we'll try to get it on all ends of things. So um, <laughs> I know that it's a busy time of semester with everything getting started. So I do appreciate your your time here. Um, if you are listening and you, there was a question that you thought we were going to talk about that we didn't, you can always give me an email at griffinm at wcsu.edu or you can contact DPS at simonp at wcsu.edu. Um, and or there's also auxiliary-services at wcsu.edu. <laughs> there's a billion ways to get in touch with us. So, you know, feel free to try that. Um, anyway, for now, I'm Mary Beth Griffin. For later, I'm Mary Beth Griffin. Um, <laughs> I'm just kind of always Mary Beth Griffin. So I hope that you'll tune back in to hear more from Gavin Grow in the future. Bye. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.